I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. get into today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to Meredith Siget Consulting. Through my Finding Myself journey, I've learned a lot, and I'd like to use what I've learned to help you live the life that you want to live. Change and transformation sometimes can be scary and confusing. I'd like to support you to find the joy in the journey and be the person that you want to be. Increased positivity, mindset shifts, and an action plan can get you on the right path to the life that you have always wanted. Check out my website at www.meredithsiget.com. Let me spell that for you. Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H, Siget, S-I-G-E-T. There, you can schedule a free 20-minute discovery call and check out everything that I have to offer. Let me know that you're a listener. I want to show extra special love to all of my listeners out there. Welcome back, everyone, to Finding Myself Podcast. I cannot tell you how excited I am for today's episode. I have a returning guest, Dr. Wendy Seeger. I really, though, love to call you Dr. Wendy. My kids now know you as Dr. Wendy. That works great. So excited to be back. This is so fun hanging out with you, Meredith. I just love it. So thanks for having me back. I'm excited. Wendy, I loved our last episode so much. When I edited the episode, I was just smiling. I was laughing. I was grinning. Editing it was so much fun to hear. And I'm going to be really honest. I've gone back a second time. And listen to our episode wow, because wow, that's great. <laughs> I just the idea. I'll bring it up. The table talk, and yes. everyone who sits at our table, yeah, really was impactful to me. Mm-hmm. And so much so, I use that concept with one of the students that I have worked with, and yeah. it was a really interesting concept with them because of the visual aspect of it and and asking them to visualize courage and for a younger person that was a really concrete I I could make it concrete um, very much a useful activity for them well, and I think the power of that is in the fact that I think it allows us to be aware that we have power, that our thoughts and how we normally think through things isn't just set in stone, that we have all of these sort of persons or, or personalities or people at the table and that we can choose to grab certain ones at different times. And and I think the idea that we have that choice and we have that power is what makes that whole analogy or metaphor or whatever really, really um, pop, I guess, is that um, just knowing that we have power. Yes. All right. But before we get into everything, today's episode, I want to know more about you. But I've got to ask. So last time on the episode, we talked about your training. Yes. How's it going? Are you you getting on that bike? 
I am really excited to report to all your listeners that I have been failing nonstop since last okay. time I got on here. But let me just tell you, this is exactly what it's like for us in life. And so um, I am happy to report I failed because at the end of the day, I know I will be successful. And I think it's um, showing, you know, this is what happens. I was um, just chronically sick. One week healthy, one week sick, one week healthy one for for an entire month, and then had some pretty disturbing sort of life experiences happen in, in my family, and um, really you know derailed me for about six weeks. Um, so I'm just now getting back at it. So I have literally, I don't know, four months to train for a 79 something mile bike ride over a mountain pass. So the pressure is on, but, um, yeah, it's been, uh, just, you know, just like with anyone else, when you set a big goal, um, it it just does seem like whatever can come and get in your way is going to, that's going to happen. And that's definitely happened with me. So I, and I understand I've been back and forth with illness and medical issues, mm-hmm. and I have to remind myself to give myself grace. Yes. That yeah. there there are some things that I can't control. I can influence. I can and take care of myself and do self-care as much as possible, but if a bug's going to get me, it's going to get me. It's uh-huh. just going to happen, and um, you know, having that patience with ourselves, and um, you know, I think it, it never is the derailing is never giving up on the dream or the goal. It just cha- may change the timeline a little bit, or you know, it might mean we have to speed it up a little bit, which is what I'm doing is trying to catch up. But All right. I well, will keep you posted. Please on Please do, <laughs> please do, because I I give you credit. I would not be doing that. I, my tush does not like bike seats and definitely would yeah. not like it for that long. You and none of my friends, not my <laughs> husband, no one else. It's going to be me alone riding over that bike fast. Well, <laughs> if any okay. of my listeners would like to jump on a bike with Wendy, please oh, reach out. Yes. I'll let her know. Come on. Come on to Colorado. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So, so Wendy, um, today I really would like to hear more about you. There are so many parts of you that are so interesting and the things that you've created, and I think that's where we're going today, is some of the ideas and concepts and strategies that you've created. Uh, and I want to hear how you got there. I yeah. Recently, I've been talking about you to some of my friends, some of my listeners, um, some of my followers. And I've described you as a woman that doesn't know boundaries. And not in a weird way, not in a bad yeah. way, not, but that you don't see limitations. You jump in and figure it out. And I, that, to me, that's very inspiring. And I, I personally wish I was more like you, that I didn't come up with those limitations. I just went, okay, I want to do this. Let's go. And that's the sense I get from you that you're a let's go. Yes. So I think that's true. But at the same time, I think what will be really helpful in this conversation today is that I actually do know limits. Okay. And I feel those limits. But how I appear to other people are exactly how I just how you just said how I am. That's how I appear. I appear as if there is nothing I can't do. Um, but the truth is. I'm just like everyone else and I do feel those limitations and I see them. And, um, 
And I think that is what has inspired me to start sharing my own journey with other women is I look like one of those women that just do those things. And hey, I'm really not. And I, I want to encourage, inspire other people by showing them the inside, you know, the inside, the story of all of that. Um, but you, you know, you're asking, you know, a little bit more about me. And um, so my background is um, part business, part always being part of like um, hu the human services sort of field. Um, I early on, I um, had a few different jobs in human services, and then I would go into sales. And um, so I was always a little had like an identity crisis of like, who am I and what am I supposed to be doing? And two polar opposite things, you know, like a psychology type and then business. And so um, I had a pretty successful sales career for about 10 years, left that, went and got my master's in counseling, knowing that I probably would not be a therapist long term. So why am I doing this? I didn't know. And then got done with that, did a private practice for a while, and then ended up going back and getting my doctorate in business because I am obsessive compulsive about learning and could not stop. And so um, got my doctorate in business and then ended up um, doing more marketing, branding. And then I created my own uh, farm to table, fast, casual restaurant concept which to me, it began to start making sense as far as um, it, it was in, to me um, what we eat and how we treat our bodies and creating an environment where people feel healthy. And it was sort of my way to do therapy with people within a business sort of realm. Okay. And so um, so that's sort of like the gist of sort of my background. And, Why? And I think I it's interesting. Something that I always say is that we're an ever-evolving person. Yeah. So that concept that we have of ourselves when we get out of our teen years, we get into our mid-20s, we even get into our 30s. Who we think we are is great for that time, but our life experiences, our passions, they evolve. Absolutely. We could fight it and be like, no, that's not who I am, which a lot of people do. They see themselves in a box and... Yes. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I have to be a teacher. I have to retire as a teacher, which is, isn't true. But being okay with accepting that I've maybe moved on to something else is hard for people. I totally agree with that. And I definitely have been one that's been on a journey. Um, a, few, a few years ago, I kind of went through my own process of like, okay, what do I really um, now my restaurant concept is running, you know, what's next for me? What am I doing? What do I really want to do? And, and then that little voice inside it was, you know, you want to, what you really want to do, Wendy, is you want to create products, experiences, resources that help people do what you have done. Um, and, and find their purpose and live their purpose. And so when I finally got clear on what my mission in life is, it, it all kind of made sense. It all came together because, you know, there's a lot of business involved in creating products and experiences and things like that for people to find their purpose and live their purpose. Um, but that passion of the psychology of people, the counseling and knowing and understanding what people need that came into play. And so it started making a lot of sense. Um, and it was sort of a going bold for me taking a, a leap of faith. This has been the scariest leap of faith I've ever taken is me becoming the spokesperson for me as the brand 
and sharing that with the world. This has been the biggest leap I feel like I've made my entire life. <laughs> so, it, it is it, because the, well, we'll say the, the farm to table restaurant was your heart. The product was the the food, the connection, something more tangible. Where now your wisdom, what comes from you is the product, which is very personal. Oh, yes. If someone doesn't like my Euro or my, uh, you know, Cubano that we've created, then it is a thing that's over here. If someone doesn't like an idea that I have, it is me that is on. Um, and so that's been a, you know, that's been a, um, you know, a, a growth process for me is okay. And then also just putting everything out, the vulnerability, the authenticity, and um, not not a you know i think um like we all do i've created masks over my life of you know i'm dr wendy or i'm smart or i'm talented setting that down and letting someone see you know i'm actually quite um goofy corny clumsy, <laughs> and allowing people to see all of those quirky things that are not very sophisticated or whatever <laughs> and um you know becoming more and more comfortable with um, and knowing that the more authentic and the more vulnerable and the more quirky that I allow people to see, the more of an impact I can truly have with people and, um, you know, help them in their journey. And so I, that challenge is always there, pushing myself to really show my humanness um, to just hopefully encourage other women that they can, you know, take on big, crazy things too and be successful themselves. And I think that's where we shine the most, when we take off those masks, yeah. when we take off, you know, what we th what we think other people will think of us, yes. um, the perceptions, that's where we really can shine and show our heart, show our passion, yes. show our um, uniqueness and authenticity, and yeah. make those connections. Because if yeah. you don't feel like you have to put the mask on, I can take my mask off too. Right. And, but it's, it's hard to do. You know, it's, hard, it's a hard process. But um, definitely, um, like you said, it does help with connection and, and helping other people feel like, hey, you know, if she can do that and she is as nerdy and weird and quirky as she is, I am not that weird and quirky. So <laughs> I, can, I can totally do this. So, um, so that's the process figuring out how to do that yeah. see and, and I'll be honest I I think the nerds of the world rise up that <laughs> yeah. you know in in high school you know in most circles I know there's some circles um, that I belonged into that it was a um, badge of honor to be considered a nerdy and and my yeah. specific listeners out there you know who you are um, but you know, you wanted to hide that nerdiness. You wanted to hide those um, yeah. eccentricities. And now those are what we love about people. And as adults, yeah. um, that's that's what we remember about people. That's what we connect with them yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I just wrote that down. You're the nerds uh, unite. Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very awkward person at times. Um, you know, if something's inappropriate or whatever, I'll, you know, I'll say something that's 
oh, we should not have said that. And, and so, um, yeah, I think showing that and being authentic is so important for all of us to feel really connected. Yeah. So you have a program called Go Bold. I mean, what yes. an amazing title. Yes. I, I love it. Yes. <laughs> I was trying not to say it earlier um, just so that I could not steal the thunder, but it, I, I when I think of you, I see you go bold, that you take that leap. And, and that goes into, you know, not knowing the limitations. And I guess – yeah, maybe you do, but you are determined to go bold in spite of uh, yeah. those limitations or those boundaries that you know are out there. Yes. So um, I think some of this comes from when I was 11, my my mom passed away. She died when I was 11. And um, I think life and death became a very real thing for me. Yeah. And I, I think my entire life, I've been very... Uh, aware that life ends. Um, and I think that's, you know, of course, a good and a bad thing. Uh, you know, bad thing is, is, you know, let's not have all that, that fear, but a good thing in the way that it has always kept a fire under me with this awareness that I'm not always going to be here. And I think that that's been a true gift, you know, for me is knowing that um, you have an infinite a number of days and um you got to get it all done you got to do all the things do all the things that are in your heart and mind because you're not going to be here forever and so um so yeah that was definitely a pivotal thing that i think helped me create sort of that mentality which it's interesting i think you know being that we just had the the change of the decade and the change of the the year. Um, there were studies out there uh, with individuals from nursing homes, and you know their biggest regrets were not going after their dreams. Yeah. That yeah. they're thinking about the days that they have left at such an older age, where if yeah. we think about that at a younger age we have more time to make the most of it. Yeah, we just don't, we don't think that we're going to be there. I mean, if we had to really, when you say that, people in nursing homes, we don't, we just put that idea out of our head. Like probably most people heard you say that and they're like, no, 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 cross that out, cross that out. I don't want to think of myself at the end of my life. And it's, uh, who did, Irvin Yalom wrote a book called um, Something Staring Into the Sun whatever okay that our, our death or whatever is like looking into the sun that we just can't do it and so because we have a hard time doing that we waste our time we waste our days a lot and um which is unfortunate because um then we're old and we regret we regret a lot so so yeah that that was definitely something i would say that has really um, been a formative thing in my life with um having sort of the spirit of going for things yes making things happen Yes. You know, if you if you want it, if you dream it, yes. make it happen. Don't wait for it to happen. Don't say there's another day down the road. Make it happen. Right. And it's not just about doing the thing. You know, I don't I don't necessarily think the actual achieving the goal. And you and I have talked about this off camera because yeah. we can't get enough. We just talk, talk, talk. <laughs> but we've talked about the journey 
and the richness of the journey. And so that's the thing that I've learned is I know that actually the day, well, I'm actually going to be pretty proud of myself when I ride the bike over the path. I'm, I'm not <laughs> about that. But the journey of getting there and being the person who can do that discipline and do that training is incredibly rich and meaningful. It's not just the actual doing or the having the actual thing. It is usually it's when we go for big things, they're very hard and they're things that other people can't do or don't do. And so um, the perseverance and the grit and all of that, that we have to really put together to make it happen ends up being what gives us the biggest joy at the end. And, and anybody our age, we already kind of know this, you know, we've already had enough experiences or things we've gone for. We kind of have that idea of like, you know, actually once I got the goal, it wasn't that great, but boy, that process of the people I met, the thing, the different things that happened along that way. I mean, I can't imagine if I never opened this farm to table restaurant, I meet people across the world that come in there yeah. and, um, it, just the the fun of that whole experience or, um, you know, watching people live a healthier lifestyle and being part of that with them. I get to live vicariously through other people on their journeys. And it's so rich. And I, I can't imagine not having this as part of my life if I had never gone for that. Right. Yeah. And I like I try to teach my daughter it's the try that counts yeah. because we're we're usually not going to regret the try. You know, we might not hit the mark, but we've learned something in the try. We may want to try again and do things a little differently, or we might, you know, decide that really didn't do what I wanted it to do, and I need to look right. and try something else. Yeah, yeah. So true, so true. You're a good example, good example to your daughter. Yeah. So this Go Bold program, tell me yes. about it. Yes. So I know you had asked me before, like, how does, how did this even come up? Yeah. I knew that's the question. Like what? Um, and so I, I really thought about that before we got on here because I don't know that I'm always aware why exactly I'm supposed to do something I just kind of do. And you asked me that it was like, okay, how did this come about? And um, as you know, you're aware I am, you know, in my forties now. And so a lot of women that I know are also, you know, either turning 40 in their forties. And a lot of us are starting to experience children leaving home for college. Um, so, you know, depending on which, where you're at. Um, and one of the things that started happening is um so i i've always been known as the crazy friend who does crazy things what the <laughs> heck is she going to be doing next and so that's been sort of the persona or the person i've always been but as you know as i've gotten older with girlfriends and our kids you know leaving home i i end up having lots of conversations with a lot of my girlfriends of you know what now what now yes. in their in their lives and you know, I think we think these day, this day and age that women are fulfilled with careers and family, but there's still, there's still a lot of women that make choices and decisions about their life solely based on their families. So they maybe take jobs or do things just so they can be very available for their family and children. And, and that's, there's a lot. So when your children are leaving and now you have an opportunity to do the things, 
But then it's like, well, I haven't really taken the time to think about what I even really want in my life other than my children. And so a lot of them started having these little identity crises, like what, what am I going to do? And, um, well, I got to, I got to tell you, you're describing what started me on this path (laughs) in a different sense that I had put so much time into getting my children. I'd spent many years trying to conceive and put all my energy, had so many doctor's appointments. It was all consuming. Then I got my children and got through the infant stage and went, now what? I, you know, had kind of everything on a path going forward, but I was mom. I was Mrs. Siget. I was wife. But where was I, Meredith? Where was I doing something yes. for me? And I just want to underscore that. Where was Meredith? Because even though we have these, I mean, my I know for my family has been a lifelong goal. And I, I could hear when you talk about your journey, it's it's your it's a lifelong goal. But your family is not you. And, and I think a lot of women become very acutely aware that their family, it turns out was not them. And, um, and maybe they had a sense of that, but they just didn't put that time in. So I, I had a lot of friends going through this and I would sit down and I would say, well, they would say, well, I, you know, I kind of really would like to do this thing or that thing. And, um, well, I'm like, well, why the heck don't you? Because I'm that annoying friend that's like, why don't you do this? And, and they would say, well, this reason or that reason or, um, but the thing that I noticed is that the two things that they would often in this, I might be making this word up or it might be a real word, who knows, <laughs> <laughs> who knows at this point, but they would logicize their purpose. Okay. Um, very quickly. So they, they would, um, you know, I would love to open a business, but I, you know, my husband would, you know, he wouldn't be supportive of taking that risk in the, in the money realm. Or, um, you know, I just don't think that there would be a market for that here. And so they would completely shut down the creative process of their purpose, their dreams and their goals very quickly because they would at that table that we talked about, um, logic came and spoke so quick. So I noticed that they wouldn't go down and, you know, I think coming up and, uh, with and understanding your life's purpose and understanding your dreams and the things that really make you tick involve setting, telling logic to go outside and play and allowing craziness to sort of ensue for a little bit at the table. And, um, they, they would not allow it. In fact, they would just shut it down so quick. So I, I saw that, but then if they were able to kind of go down the road of an idea, they didn't know how to take something massive and break it down into little bite-sized pieces of doability. So it was so overwhelming that then they shut it down as well. And so I think I just saw this need because of my counseling background as well, and also my obsessive compulsiveness of accomplishing things, (laughs) to help people, for one, help them go through that process. Because coming up with your purpose and your goals, although sounds super easy, is an incredibly emotionally 
draining, stressful experience for people, especially if you have trauma surrounding, uh, you know, a support, uh, you know, like a husband or a partner who is completely unsupportive of you and that it could cause arguments in your household. If you start living your purpose right. or, um, you know, you know, family members that have told you that you're not smart enough. I mean, whatever voices that you've had of your past, um, you know, me helping to create a safe space for people to explore and tell them what they're going to expect. Like it's normal to expect this, 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 and this to happen. So when it does, there's a, there's like, okay, this is normal. I'm okay. I'm not crazy. And, um, and so I think that that, that was really the impetus plus being able to say, now this is a massive thing. Let me show you how to do it in bite-sized pieces that um, give you joy and, and, and that, that takes away that overwhelmingness. So that is what brought this to fruition. I think that is really neat that you saw in your environment, in your friends, these conversations happening and you were trying to assist them. And through that, you probably realized themes and patterns and just using some simple suggestions or mindset shift techniques to help them see the value, the worth, the abilities, the capabilities that they had to move forward. And then wow, you know, I could really use this and others could could benefit from what I, what I put out there. Not just my friends, but others, you know, this could be valuable for, to many. Right. And, you know, because then I started, you know, even just talking to you and you saying, hey, you're talking about yeah. me. I realized that there are so many needs of women our age and, and the focus to me have, have you know, there's books and so much about um, the young mom. There's so much support surrounding the young mom and with the young children. Um, but once we are kind of getting them raised, it's sort of a quiet zone. We, we don't even, even the moms whose children are leaving, we barely acknowledge the depth of the pain that starts happening. Um, and I didn't realize that till I sent my first kid to school and I'm another senior this year, how there is it's just like crickets, the, the depth of the, you know, everything that goes on. So I, I think I just started recognizing there's so many needs um, of women our age. You know, we're still young. We still have ideas and we're still like passionate about life. We're not ready to just go from graduating a kid to being a grandma. You know, like there's a lot of life in us yet. Well, I even, you know, hearing you talk and thinking about things, I think it definitely is tied into identity. You know, as a mom, you have an identity, and there's a lot of expectations for your your identity to revolve around your family. So it's a yes. shift in in that identity. But I also see this at a time at a different time in life too, roughly around the mid to late twenties for women. Mm-hmm. You're told to follow a certain path, and it may be that you go to you know college. It may be that you go out into the world of work. Um, and that there's a push, but then maybe there's that expectation that you should have a child by a certain time. You should be yeah. married by a certain time. And 
And what if I did everything that everyone expected of me, but that's still not giving me what I need? I now have a husband that I take care of, but what do I do once I'm done cooking dinner? Right. So I see, you know, even that, like what, what's the next step? We kind of prepare people to get to their early to mid-20s. Yes. And then we tell them, figure it out. Yes. And I, I feel like there's a similar place at this phase, yeah. at least I witness with a lot of my friends and myself, of like there is, it was just a cliff and there you're just kind of pushed off. Yeah. And there's nothing else. And, um, you know, you're supposed to just um, sort of, you know, go on with life and and I sort of see going bold and that idea and and talking about it at this point in life as sort of almost like a rebellion you know not a not a real rebellion you know but I like to use that word because it sounds funny you know uh, and I'm not I, I think people call this a midlife crisis and I'm not talking about a midlife crisis I'm just talking about a rebellion against um that you should go kind of quietly into the night, you know, go quietly into the next, wait for grandmotherhood, wait for uh, the other, the next time in life to serve people. Um, Just sort of this rebellion of just like, hey, I'm gonna pick up something that's kind of flipping crazy and I'm gonna do this. Um, During a time in your life where really no one is really expecting much more out of you, you've served your purpose, you've had, you've you know, procreated or whatever, or you've, um, you know, your youth is diminishing. So you're kind of done. You've contributed to to society. Thank you. (laughs) And it's not like, I'm not angry. Like I don't come from an angry place when I'm saying that, but I'm saying a rebellion in, you know, how about this? How about let's be like super confident women having a good time being quirky, quirky, awkward, weird, and fun and going for the things that, we didn't have the confidence to do when we were younger. Um, and now we have the time to do and giving each other support around those crazy things. Um, that's what I'm saying. And and I love that you said confidence because I, I've only gotten more and more confident as I've gotten older. Yeah. And it's just through my life experiences that I've gotten to that point. I yeah. wish I could go back and tell my 17-year-old self everything I know. Um, oh, yeah. But I don't, I, it wouldn't mean the same. No, it wouldn't. So I, I love that I'm confident at this age and that I am going after my dreams and I'm trying yeah. new things. Um, I am in a, a position in life to get inspired, to be motivated, and yeah. to just... Say the hell with it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is like this phase in life can be fun. This could be a new journey. Your life is not over um, because you're no longer, you know, running to, you know, I'm still doing that. I'm still in the midst of that. But the ball games and the this and the that, that there is so much fun waiting for you um, outside of the needs of other people. And I feel... Me going after my dreams, me being on this journey to be the best person I can be is making me a better mother, is making me a better wife, is making me a better friend, is making me a better neighbor. I 
I am just in a better head space, mind space, giving space, heart space. And I'm being more productive where always the excuse is I don't have enough time because of the kids. Right. I am, I'm being more productive. I am being more selective with what I choose. Um, I am cherishing the time with my kids Mm -hmm. and making it a point instead of just letting the days go on and happen. I am being very intentional and thoughtful. And I, I, I came up with a phrase, um, a life in color. And so I like to use a lot of color and I, and I, the going bold, it just kind of fits with just so a life in color that when you are in the space of going for your purpose, everything, I feel like it goes from like a black and white TV show to a color it's, it's in all this, you know, HD. And so like what you're talking about. And I, that's been my experience too. The more I have pursued my own um, purpose and my own passion, when I am sitting at that ball game, you know, three nights in a row, the last three nights, (laughs) I am watching every little thing my kid does. And I am ooing and aahing as if, you know, he's a, you know, I don't know, professional ball player. Um, And that's exactly the kind of mom I wanted to be. Whereas when I didn't have that, you know, the going for things as much, or when I wasn't really living in my own purpose, I feel like I was just more distracted and wasn't quite as present for other people in my life. I think it's just being dulled as you talk about color and going through the motions. Yes. You know, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch it. But it just doesn't have the same meaning um, because the meaning comes from inside. Right. So true. So true. Yeah. Oh, great stuff. Great stuff. So this Go Bold program, what's it all about? Yeah. So so the program that I created was a process that I would take people through. Um, and I call it a dream storming process. It's like brainstorming of identifying all the crazy possibilities of what they could do next in their lives. And, and this, I mean, my girlfriend, she took it the first time and, uh, she wrote down, make cloth napkins (laughs) on hers. I mean, I mean, it's, it's such a massive list of possibilities that they come up with. And then we work to organize, analyze and narrow things down to what really is truly the most important things that that um, really mean something to the participants. And then I work them through how to take that big thing and how to break it down. And then that's when we go tactical. How do we take that big idea and actually break it down into, um, you know, yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, all the way to daily? What are, um, you know, just four or five things you need to do today towards that. Um, and it's just like taking the big elephant and breaking it down. And so that's the entire go bold process okay. that, um, that I created a course on. But I know I told you that um, here that um, I've been inspired since we were talking about go, go bold. I actually created a free challenge where I'm actually giving quite a bit of content from that course away for free. I know people are skeptical of free 
um, but it is actually really totally free. Um, and everyone loves free. <laughs> Who doesn't love free? But these days, I think people are like, it's not really free. But no, actually, it really is free. And I've taken a big portion of the course, creating a challenge called 10 Days Boulder, a challenge. So anyone who um, needs to go through this process themselves. And, you know, I think she knows who she is. She understands she's in a transition in her life and has had a hard time identifying what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do next? Um, what is next for me? Um, so I'm creating a 10-day challenge just to kind of help spur that on. And I will get you the link, Meredith, and you can share that out to your Perfect. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm giving that content out. And um, it's just really a, a program to just help support um, you know, women that are in that same space that I've been in, that you've been in, um, that, you know, are just a little stuck. And I, you use the word support. And I think that's what's important. Um, you know, in the, the coaching business, which we do, that's what we're trying to do is provide that support. You brought up that at times the people around you aren't supportive with ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or don't have the expertise or knowledge to know how to support you. And having someone there to just be a cheerleader, just be an expert to say, hey, why don't we try this? Or have you thought of that? Mm -hmm. Or just to sit there with you as you talk through the process is so valuable to know yeah. that you're not alone in this. Um, and I, like, I, I went through the process essentially by myself and, yeah. and that's, you know, that's my podcast, Finding Myself. Uh, you know, thankfully I have, you know, counseling background, uh, so I use that and turn myself into my own client, but I was doing all of the research. I was doing all of the searching. I've been reading books and books and trying to figure out which books are the best, which free courses are the best. Right, right. And having, like, I could have really benefited from your course. Yeah. Well, and because what what it does, too, when you are with, an, with a group going through it at the same time, I mean, you know, we girlfriends need girlfriends yes and unfortunately our girlfriends a lot of times in our same circle aren't all going through the same this same thing at the same time and I think um, being able to find a, a tribe or community of people that like hey I'm normal I'm not crazy I mean I think that's the biggest when I did therapy that's what I did for people is to help them know they weren't crazy right they were normal and and I do think that um having that support system of other people going through it at the same time so that you don't feel isolated alone or weird or um, for all the emotions that come up is super important to make. I mean, that I would say that that is a pivotal thing in order to get to the other side of what do I do? And then being in the process of doing yeah. having that tribe of people that you can um, connect and rely on. Well, I, I, I use the term uh, circle of positivity. That yeah. really has made a difference in my journey to have that circle of people who are inspiring, motivating, supporting, and challenging. 
Um, And, you know, it's it's not someone who's going to push me down in order to for them to raise up. Um, It's not someone who's going to ridicule me or question me, Um, but they're there to truly see me shine and they're not intimidated by it or challenged by it. They are inspired by it. Um, And so creating those tribes are just so important um, and so helpful. Right. Um, You know, one other thing I know that you asked me to talk on in this topic, and I don't know how much time we have left, but um, is what you didn't say it this way because you're so nice, but this is the way that I process it is what makes you think you're, you know, like what made you think you could do this? Yeah. Like what made you think you could do this? And, um, and I think when we talked about at the beginning of the show about how I have all those limitations and I have all of those fears, but that no one sees that part of me. Um, and so I wanted to hit on that because I think it's super important that, um, I don't, I don't intend to come across as an expert at things. I intend to come across as, um, like a girlfriend who, has wanted bigger things in her life and has figured out how to do it and you can do it too. So um, putting, bringing down that curtain and showing what happens in my own mind, I just want to do that really quick. But um, when you ask me like, what made you think you could do this? And I also created a planner that goes right. along with the Bold course. And you, you talked to me before about your husband is recently into planners and what made you think you could just go and create a planner? Like, right. And, um, So I wanted to tell you an experience I had before I started, when I made this decision to go on this journey to to show my process, to to just unveil everything. Um, I one day was having those voices in my head that, that was like, what, who are you? Like, I'm not a celebrity. Like no one's even known I, what I'm doing. I mean, I'm a small town, you know, kind of gal. Like I, I, it's not like I'm, you know, building Rome or anything here. I'm just doing these, you know, different things. What makes you think that you, anyone's going to listen to you? And um, so I had those thoughts in my mind and I, I had to actually go through kind of a checklist in my head. I had to say, well, I wonder, you know, well, what more experience did you, do you think you would need in order to be qualified to talk about these things? And I thought to myself, well, I, I run, uh, you know, several small businesses successfully and I've done this and I've done that. Okay. That actually sounds like a good resume of experience. Okay. Maybe it's not experience. That's not, you know, that yeah. what makes you think you have like, you, is there some other education you think you might need to feel qualified? And then I had to remind myself, honey, you have a doctorate degree. <laughs> you don't need any more degrees. And I know, I know people are going to laugh at that, but I say this in the most insecure way possible. I mean, I had to literally remind myself that I am a highly educated individual and right. I don't need another certificate right. to be qualified to talk about things. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I said to myself, well, you know, maybe I need to be, you know, like, older or more mature. And then it dawned on me, honey, you are in your (laughs) forties. How much older do you think you need to be? Like you're actually quite old enough, like too. Um, and so I finally, I finally wrote out on a piece of paper, 
um, and I still have it here in my office that says you will be, you'll, you will never be more prepared than you are today. You will never be more prepared than you are today. Um, and so, and I say this and like my, I could feel kind of some tears coming to my eyes because when I sit down with my girlfriends or how I come across to other people is a fearless individual, but the fears that you have or everyone has of, am I qualified enough? Like what more, I need more experience. I need more education. I need to be older. I need to be all these other things. I had to go through a checklist and, you know, like, honey, like there, I mean, when I, when I say, honey, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little condescending to myself, but like, you know, there's nothing more that you need. You are educated enough. And I actually wish that I had not waited until I had all the resume. Like, I yeah. think I have the resume. I could have started this seven years ago and be pretty good qualified. Um, I didn't have to have the rest of the resume. Um, and, um, and so that's something I would put out there too, of, um, you know, boy, I wish I had started this a lot, you know, a long time ago. Um, but that all of those things and fears are in the hearts of people who go for things. And, um, I, you know, and I, and I guess I just wanted to make sure that that came across. Today. Yeah. And I, so I guess I would change what I think of you as you're a doer. You jump out of that comfort zone. You dance through the fear zone. Oh, I love that. Dance through the fear zone. Dance through the fear zone. That's exactly how it feels. Yeah. yeah. To get to that growth, to the growth zone, the learning zone. Um, and that that's part of your process. You know, yeah. and, and you make you make it on the outside look so easy. But that doesn't yeah. mean you you don't go through that process and go through your own insecurities and imposter syndrome and Oh, absolutely imposter syndrome, doubt in my stick to itiveness, you know, and I have, you would think by now I would have, you know, security and that I accomplish most things I decide to do. But, you know, when you're doing something, you know, right now I'm in the midst of the scariest thing I've ever done, which is, you know, you know, building products and brand things that are me. Yeah. Um, I've never done this before and this feels huge. This feels big. And I fight imposter syndrome every single day and doubt myself or look at mistakes that I made and like, Oh my goodness, that was the most ridiculous post on the planet. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Um, And to be able to gather back up and fight again another day or, or take a new, learn a new strategy. Um, it's part of the daily process. And I know you're going through that same process now too with your um, new coaching yeah. uh, that you're doing too. I just launched my website, MeredithSiggett.com oh. yesterday. And I, I had people check it out. And I, I don't know why I didn't have anyone spell check before right. I, I launched it. And my sister caught a spelling error, grammatical error. And I was just so happy. There was just one. I haven't changed it yet because I'm <laughs> I'm just so happy it was one. And Yeah, that's impressive. Well, that's and if you knew me, I am a horrible speller. So I expected more. Yeah. Um 
And I mean, it's always been a thing with me when I put out newsletters, when I was a youth director, it was a game with my students who could find the most um, spelling errors in my newsletters and they'd win a prize. So I am just excited that it was one and I'm, I'm, I keep looking at it on the website going, I'll change you at some point, but I'm just going to enjoy you right now. Right. Well, I mean, you feel five again when you go down a road of something new and something big, and it feels very insecure. I mean, I'm in this space right now in this moment of every other day having to go through a checklist of why I'm still qualified to do what I'm doing. And, um, you know, and it's just sticking in there with it and believing, and I, I think I, you know, underscoring this, believing that I have a purpose in this world and me doing what I am doing is part of fulfilling a purpose. I would never know Meredith Stigget if I did not step into this purpose and um, what a blessing you have already been. And now I'm, now I'm talking to other people and maybe there's a, someone that's listening to this podcast that wasn't going to go down that road of finding her purpose. Like what a blessing it is to the world, you know, when you can, someone else is going to live their purpose because you were brave enough to speak. Yeah. And um, I think it's so powerful. Well, Dr. Wendy, I'm going to continue the love fest because I completely agree with you that us connecting has meant so much to me um, that I, I never anticipated. We connected on Instagram and I think you might have messaged me or said, hey, if you're ever, you know, in need of a, a guest. And I went and checked out. And I'm like, yeah, she seems good. Yeah. <laughs> and just out of, yeah, she seems good. I like, I, I continue to think about what you've taught me. Um, so even if I'm the one listener who has changed due to you, I can raise my hand and say, yes, I... Well, have changed because of what you taught me. It's definitely reciprocal because, of course, like I'm learning from you and now I'm a listener on your podcast and learning from all your guests. So, um, yeah, it's definitely we give back and forth to each other. And, um, you know, it's just an amazing process when you do step out in faith and go for those things. It can change your world and tons of other people's. Yeah. Well, this t- today has been great. I'm so excited with everything that you have to offer. I'm excited to give my listeners the information about the 10-day Goal Boulder Challenge. Because, yeah. again, if I know what it feels like to have that transition in life and yeah. to, to do the now what or I want more or how do I understand myself, Um, And it it may be a life change that created this. It may be just the evolution of you that created that transition. And having having tangible process to go through it, um, to go through it with someone who understands the process is so, so helpful. So your challenge... Um, you know, I know that you do personal coaching, um, so that's, you know, an opportunity. You know, I'm working with individuals who are going through a transition much like I did in Finding Myself. Um, yes. So definitely there are resources out there for people, for my listeners who are, are in that place in life. 
Right. And if your listeners aren't into being part of that challenge and just want free resources, there's also some free resources on my uh, website. It's com, And there are some goal setting um, worksheets and guides on there. So um, they're welcome to check that out and download away. All right. So tell everyone again where they can find you. So I'm on Instagram at Wendy Seeger, and it's W-E-N-D-I-S-E-G-E-R. Facebook is Seeger at Seeger Co, S-E-G-E-R-C-O. And then, of course, my website, WendySeeger.com. I'm probably most active on Instagram. I mean, if you want to know what I'm doing every single day, when I'm eating a banana and (laughs) what I'm wearing today, Instagram is the place to really... (laughs) <laughs> if you're interested in that kind of thing. And and I, I'm probably way more active on Instagram these days. I love what you post on Instagram because at times you're at the restaurant and you're yes. showing things from the restaurant. Other times you've got some great posts, just inspirational stuff. So I never know what I'm going to get with you. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I like to keep it crazy because that's the, that's how it is. That's how it is. That's how I'm living. That rebellious 40-something-year-old life. <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely fun to see what you post. So thank you so much. I, I'm going to have you back on because I've already, I, I'm holding you to the exclusive for when your book gets published. Yes. So. I'm excited. I keep writing. I keep writing. So, um, and I'm, I will be there. And um, yeah, whenever you want me back and want to chat and catch up, I am excited to do it. All right, perfect. And you'll have to keep us up to date on how your uh, bike riding is going. Yes. Yes, yes I know. Now I've told the world that I, I really have to do this. Yes. <laughs> and again, if there's any listeners out there who would like to ride with Wendy, just let us know. <laughs> hey, I think that sounds like a t-shirt that we could get made. Ride with Wendy. She does. She's going by herself at this point, people. So anybody <laughs> want to come to Colorado, ride over Mountain Pass, let me know. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you, Wendy. It was so great talking with you. And I'll be in touch soon. Sounds great. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye out there. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. 